0: 6.30 Chad, This Morning Podcast with Stacey Bratzel and Daryl McIntyre dogs, uh, talking about cats, mm-hmm. uh, and that's normally what you think of with, with a lot of the animal rescues and the shelters. Yeah. I don't know that there's an awful lot for birds, but there is Mika safe house, which takes in homeless pet birds. So this isn't isn't wildlife birds that have been brought in or something. These are, are pet birds like a, like a cockatoo or a our parrot because. or a macaws or whatever. Uh, Mika, a bird a day has come in in the, in the new year. So they've taken in 10 homeless birds already in 2020. On top of the ones that they had before, so they're kind of running out of space. So Ian Sprague is uh, from Mika's Birdhouse, and then they have Mika's Safe House uh, mm-hmm. as part of that. Joining us uh, this morning. Thanks so much for taking the time and making the drive to come on over. Oh, thanks for having us. Uh,
1: how was that drive, by the way? Was it okay? Uh, it was fine. It was cold, but it was good. Cold, but good. Okay, <laughs> okay. that's
0: good. So tell us about the safe house.
1: So safe house uh, is uh, is just like you were describing. It's a it's a it's a bird rescue for tropical uh, parrots and 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 well any any birds really. We've had everything from canaries and their finches uh, all the way up to the big macaws and, and big cockatoos. Um, we've been doing this well since 2012, and uh, it's just it's been growing and growing and growing. You know,
0: are you the only one doing this?
1: Uh, we're not the only ones doing it, but we are the only. Uh, a uh, federally registered charity uh, in in I don't know if that's in all of Alberta or, or just northern Alberta, uh, and we're definitely the only ones in northern Alberta. Uh, who's bringing in?
0: I'm assuming it's their pets, uh, and and why? Who's doing it, and why? Um, and I'm not doing that to blame them. They must have their reasons. But
1: yeah, uh, help yeah. Us. There's there's a lot of different stories. Uh, a lot of times, people are uh, feeling overwhelmed with their behaviors. You know, because you know these are wild animals essentially mm-hmm. that they brought into their houses, and uh, when they start acting like wild animals, all of a sudden, you know, <laughs> that's not that's not that's not hand that's not appropriate. <laughs> yeah, oh, they're, they're eating my house, not just not just living in it, right? So, uh, the, the, a lot of times that'll happen. Um, we always try to leave a a little bit of space which we're having a real difficulty doing right now uh for emergency situations where where um you know something's happened like when when Fort McMurray was on fire we you know we we took in a bunch of birds when that happened uh when you know we always kind of have want to have a little bit of room for for when you know the really bad stuff goes on um but you know, primarily what we're getting is is things like I just described. People not sure uh, what's going on. Why is my bird doing this now? You know, because they bought a baby that was you know basically a a, a very uh, easygoing animal, and now it's turned, it's grown up. Now it's an adult, and it's and it's uh, maybe not so easy to deal with anymore. Yeah.
0: So they're not doing the research because these birds are not cheap. The, the no. macaws are are they're worth thousands of dollars.
1: Yeah 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 absolutely and and you know and and yeah i would say there's there's no research or or very little research going on to people always think oh but it talks hey or or is it gonna talk well you know and a lot of times you'll buy a a a bird from a pet store for however much money, with uh, you know, thinking, oh well, it's going to be really cool. It's going to great for great at the party, mm-hmm. you know. It'll, it'll, I can teach it to say certain words or something like that. But a lot of times, those birds don't talk. They, they, you know, they learn to sound like the microwave, or they learn to sound like you know, phone <laughs> ringing, or, or vacuum cleaning. <laughs> you know, all this, all the sounds you really don't want to hear. You know, and and maybe speaking isn't something they do. And mm-hmm. they live a lot longer than the average dog or cat.
0: Absolutely, uh, these large, some of these larger ones. What's the lifespans on these?
1: So, I think you could with. Most of them you can expect anywhere from 30 to to 60 years, fairly easily, Mm -hmm. Um, and that's just the little guys. So if you get into some of the cockatoos and that, they can they can push 70, 80 years old. Uh, I'm I'm kind
0: of stunned here. Yeah, Uh, yeah, it's a
1: rest of your life kind of commitment when you when you're looking at these. And people didn't know this. Uh, sometimes we don't flip the page when so we are reading the book. Eh?
0: You know? <laughs> sometimes when there's something shiny, you're yeah, oblivious to colourful. the dangers of getting to, to grab it. Sometimes, yeah. So, what so do you do with the birds then? Mm-hmm. You, you bring them in your. I assume you try to find them new homes. Absolutely.
1: Well, well we have to because we can't, you you can't know, keep them. We right? can't keep them. You know, the, We have uh, a couple birds that we would consider sanctuary birds, uh, and those are birds that are sponsored by somebody that then they just give us money every month to keep the birds going okay. uh, but there's only uh, you know two or three of those the, the the rest of these guys are all looking for homes uh, so when they're when they're surrendered to us the first thing that happens is that you know we give them a health check make sure that they're physically okay um, a lot of times, they, you know, they, they have infections or something like that, and, and that, that needs to be cleared up, and we can get that done with the vet fairly quickly. And then after that, uh, we do a lot of behavioral stuff. So, they'll, you know, a lot of times you just sit there and you're watching this bird and see what, what, is, what the gig is, right? Mm-hmm. What's you know, problem? Yeah. Are you biting? Are you screaming? Are you, are, you know, and, and if you are, so is it, are you doing it inappropriately? You know, because Biting and screaming is a normal kind of behavior for these guys, so it's a, that's natural. But are you doing it out of context, right? Mm-hmm. So, uh, some, and then sometimes it's just a little training uh, is all that's needed, and, uh, and then start looking for homes. So you can't train them like dogs? Absolutely. You can train them easier than dogs. They're, they're way smarter. Um, you know, These are animals that are extremely social. They're extremely intelligent. Um, we're just learning now how intelligent they are. You know, they they use tools just like people do. Uh, they they you know they do a lot of things that we can do, and they can do a lot of things that we do. They they, we, they can do things better than we can do it sometimes, right? Um, so, a lot of it is learning their body language, learning their their you know their communication, and teaching them to communicate because yep. you know a lot of these guys unfortunately have been hand fed by humans, um, and. The, the thinking with that is that is that is to make them more docile and make them easier to handle for us later on but unfortunately you're robbing them with a the, uh, little bit of uh, the ability to think so they, they they don't communicate like a normal bird or a natural bird right so you have to you have to relearn how to communicate with these guys uh,
0: in the meantime you you need a little bit larger space what are you yeah. looking
1: for can people help you out with this because uh, you're running out of room yeah we are we are running out of room fast um, yeah so we're looking for square footage wherever we can get here at the moment. Um, but one central location, I would think. You well, wouldn't ideally, want to be bouncing around to a bunch. Yeah, ideally. Ideally, we'd be like to... What do you need? So something. what are you looking for? So we're looking at, you know, probably looking at about 4,000 square feet uh, or, or, or better, um, you know, because every time we get a little bit more square feet, we outgrow it right away. Uh, and uh, that's, that's how it's been going.
0: And what kind of amenities do you need? Do you just need spaces for cages or... Well,
1: yeah. So uh, the, we need spaces for cages. We need spaces for for our workers to be cleaning. Uh, you know, because uh, that's that's 90 percent of what these guys do. Okay. You know, the, during the day, it's it's you know they get to, they play with the birds for a certain amount of the day, uh, just for for enrichment for the birds and for them. But uh, a lot of time, it's uh, it, they're just cleaning, cleaning, cleaning. Yep. And so, uh, so wash
0: stations. Those wash
1: stations for the for yeah. for all those cages. You know, when the birds are out of the cages, they all have to come up, come out, and they. Get taken down and and cleaned completely their food dishes are you know mm-hmm. twice a day you got to take those out clean them uh the fresh water you know that's multiple times a day uh so yeah i know it's a lot of room for 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 cleaning and 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 just maintenance on on the bridge. As mentioned,
0: uh, Mika's Safe House is a registered charity. If you want to help out, you want to get some more information, you want to find out about it, you can go to birdhouse.com forward slash safehouse. Mika is spelled M-E-I-K-A-S. mikasbirdhouse.com forward slash safehouse. If you want to find out more information on uh, on what they do and, and how you can help out. And, and maybe adopt one. It, it seems like a little bit of an undertaking, but there's just tons of beautiful birds on the website. Well, and here's the deal. Through. Don't go and buy one. Um. Don't uh, uh, the this is my personal uh, opinion, don't support the industry of bringing in a macaw from a tropical area. If there are some already, maybe try to adopt one. They live decades. Yeah, and there's plenty of them at Mika's. There you go. So <laughs> thanks yeah. so much for joining us. Yeah. Well,
1: thank you very much for having us. Good chatting with you. <laughs> All right.